It's time for a reality check. It's time for a dose of the facts. This is the John Muir Show. Good morning, John Muir Show. It is 9.06 a.m. on Friday morning. And in a normal presidential election year, you'll hear a lot of annoying political ads. But aside from that, things remain relatively normal. But this is no normal presidential election year. Because in this presidential election year, Democrat Party elites are hell-bent on destroying a successful president who's standing in their way of completely ruining your country for their own gain. And as a result, those Democrat influencers are politicizing the hell out of everything, uh, with the goal of every action being hurting Donald Trump's re-election chances. After the left's meritless effort to impeach Donald Trump failed this past winter, Democrats turned to trying to politicize a pandemic. Of course, we've previously had pandemics in this country. Uh, We've even had pandemics during presidential election years. But we have never had a pandemic during a year where the ruling class was hell-bent on getting rid of Donald Trump. Thus, this pandemic was treated totally different than all past pandemics were treated in the United States. Authoritarian politicians unconstitutionally demanded that countless Americans give up their livelihood. You couldn't partake in many of the most enjoyable aspects of life. Uh, You couldn't even work if some unimpressive politician had the audacity to deem you non-essential. Their goal in all this was to make you as miserable as possible in this election year, uh, with hopes that you would foolishly buy into disingenuous media reports that told you that your misery was the fault of Donald Trump. Now, fortunately, at least some of those restrictions in the United States have come to an end. Uh, Here in the state of Wisconsin, a constitutionalist Supreme Court ruling put an end to the Evers administration's tyranny. And as a result, for the past, what, six weeks now, Wisconsinites have been able to resume full enjoyment of their lives. But that is not what Trump detractors want. So now, there's an effort to restore the misery. Yesterday, health officials in leftist Dane County, Wisconsin, again restricted gatherings on private property 
to just 10 people. And cited is the fact that Dane County reported 279 new positive Wuhan virus tests in the past five days. For context, 279 people accounts for one twentieth of one percent of Dane County's population. One twentieth of one percent. Yet, health officials say that's reason to once again massively disrupt daily life. To infringe on people's constitutional rights. To, to go upending how people normally live. And it's not just in Dane County, Wisconsin. Uh, similar steps are being taken in other parts of the United States. Clearly, those moves are not based on public safety. Uh, rather, they are calculated efforts to affect a federal election. Now, you might be thinking that any increase in reported China virus cases would be tied to the recent large demonstrations, uh, the protests, the riots that we've seen in this country for the past few weeks, where thousands of people have gathered in close proximity, ignoring, in many cases, social distancing guidelines. And you might think that, okay, well, if there's an increase in cases in some places, maybe it has something to do with these massive protests and these massive riots that we've seen. Well, we've got news for you. Uh, without providing any factual substantiation at all, Dane County health officials immediately dismissed the notion that those aforementioned large gatherings had any effect on the recent increases in reported China virus cases uh, in cities like theirs where such demonstrations have been taking place. So, nope. You might think that the, these protests and riots would have something to do with it, but we can assure you without providing any evidence, no, they don't. So stop asking questions, damn it. You see, while authoritarian politicians told you that you couldn't have the smallest of gatherings in your backyard or at the local park, those same politicians say it is totally fine for thousands of rioters to gather in city streets. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? They say it's it's not safe, it's not in the best interest of public health to have a few friends over for a cookout in your backyard. Oh, but thousands of people want to go rioting in the street. Yeah, that's that won't have any negative effect on public health at all. Yeah, we, we, we condone that. We endorse that. I, I mean, that's what you've gotten in recent weeks from morons like Tony Evers. Obviously, it makes no sense what they're saying. But the reason they're doing it is because Democrat politicians view the riots and view the protests as 
politically advantageous to their selfish cause. So, in the name of political expediency, Democrat politicians sit back and allow innocent Americans of all walks of life to have their lives taken, uh, to have their livelihoods upended uh, by a bunch of thugs, rioters, uh, who these Democrat politicians perceive as their party's voters. And once again, the left disingenuously blames this misery uh, that so many Americans in various cities are having to endure. Uh, that they, the Democrat politicians, are enabling. The Democrat politicians go blaming all that, you guessed it, on Donald Trump. But in reality, uh, President Trump is the one man who is standing between these Democrat elites and their goal of turning the entire country into the crime-ridden cesspools that many of their Democrat-run cities have become. President Trump, he's the one man standing in their way. You see, President Trump, he has already taken action against these riots of recent weeks. Uh, Trump and his administration have seen to it that some of these riots are broken up. They've seen to it that statues remain intact. Another example of that in Washington, D.C. just yesterday, as there were threats to take down a statue. And President Trump has vowed more action on this front going forward. So President Trump, he has been doing a great job during this time. Thank goodness we have Trump during this time. I mean, if we didn't have Trump during the pandemic, and if we didn't have Trump at this time with these riots in various Democrat-run cities, I mean, we would be totally screwed in this country. So we've got Trump, at least. But during yesterday's Green Bay Town Hall with Sean Hannity, President Trump was absolutely right. He was spot on in noting that elected Republicans as a whole, need to get tougher. You see, everything, everything that Democrats have done in 2020, it has been designed to harm the country, harm your country, in the name of political expediency. That's obvious. It is so obvious what is taking place. So why is it? Why is it that only a rather small percentage of Capitol Hill Republicans are pushing back on what's being done to their country, pushing back on what's being done to their constituents in various cases. Why aren't they doing more, these Capitol Hill Republicans, so many of them? You need to demand more from the Republican Party because they are the only ones who can save us. Uh, just as the Democrats responsible for this America-harming nonsense need to be voted out of office, uh, so do all of the Republicans 
who won't meaningfully stand up to those Democrats. Now, look, there are some Republicans who are fighting for you. As we noted, President Trump, obviously. And then you've got U.S. Senators like Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton, Ted Cruz. Uh, Yesterday, uh, Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa introduced a bill that would cut federal funding to cities and states that allow for lawless autonomous zones in their jurisdictions. Saying that if if it's something like, you know, what we just saw out in Seattle with this uh, shop business, then uh, no, if they're going to allow that, they don't get federal monies. That's the kind of stuff we need. Uh, the House Freedom Caucus types, talking about some of the Republicans who are actually fighting for you, who consistently fight for you, the House Freedom Caucus types brought forth a resolution to call for the peaceful honoring of George Floyd's memory and called for the opposition to this leftist defund the police effort. Not surprisingly, that proposal was quickly shot down in the Democrat-run House. Uh, Not one Democrat was willing to support it. And again, it was calling for peacefully honoring the memory of George Floyd and opposing this effort to defund the police, which of course would make all of us, uh, of all walks of life, all of us law-abiding citizens, less safe. Couldn't get Democrats on board. Shows you a lot about their true intentions behind all this. So you do have some Republicans in Washington, D.C. who are fighting for you, who are fighting for your country. But the ones that I just named, I I mean, that's only a small percentage of them. More elected Republicans need to start meaningfully fighting. I I mean, you'd think that they would do so for their own political expediency. Uh, But surprisingly, even that can't get a lot of them to fight for you and your country. I mean, they, for a lot of these Republicans, they just take for granted that, that you will vote for them in every election because they have R's next to their names. And that's all they need to do is have an R next to their name. But that's not enough. That certainly is not enough. I, I, I mean, you would hope that these timid-to-date Republicans would fight back against Democrats because... What Democrats are pushing, it is senseless and it is incredibly harmful to this nation. Uh, Yesterday, the Washington Post ran a piece claiming that the Emancipation Memorial in Washington, D.C., it needs to come down because it advances white supremacy. Such arguments are, are of course, nonsensical, and thus it would be incredibly easy for Republicans to win arguments like that. And and those sort of opportunities are there left and right for Republicans. Easy to win arguments because what the left is advocating for in so many cases is totally senseless. And in the process, they could preserve our nation's history and beauty by defending a statue. But for a lot of them, they do nothing. I, I, I mean, another easy argument to win for Republicans would be an advocation for the rule of law. I mean, there are obviously statutes on the book that oppose acts of lawlessness, which 
lawlessness that's currently running rampant in various Democrat-run U.S. cities. And as President Trump told Sean Handy yesterday, places like Chicago, Baltimore, Detroit, Oakland, uh, all of which the Democrat Party controls and has controlled for a long time, as President Trump noted, all of them are, quote, like living in hell. He's right. The Democrats who run those cities, who have run those cities for decades, they, they have turned those cities into hell holes. And that's why you cannot let Democrats win on November 3rd. Because if you give them the power to do so, they will make the entire United States look like those aforementioned crime-ridden hellholes. As sad as it is in many cases, uh, the Republican Party is our only option. If we want to preserve any legitimacy and prosperity in this nation, they're the only option. Uh, but demand more. Demand more from the Republican Party, way more than you've gotten from most of them to date. Demand that they fight back and end the crazed, politically motivated, Democrat behavior of recent months. Uh, demand action that puts an end to the infringing on the rights of law-abiding U.S. citizens. Uh, and demand action that puts an end to the riots that are destroying various cities and would destroy this country as a whole if Democrats are given the opportunity via elections to allow that to happen. All right, uh, we'll take calls, emails, and texts on the other side of the break. It is 924. This is the John Muir Show.